Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Fears of increased Russian attacks are, are blanketing Ukraine on the eve of its Independence Day, and the U.S. State Department sent an urgent message to any Americans in Ukraine, get out now. Today is the six-month anniversary of the war beginning in Ukraine. It's also their Independence Day. Imagining, imagine having an Independence Day in your country when you're actually at threat of being overtaken. And losing your independence. And losing your independence. That's absolutely incredible. They've only been independent for 30-some years. And uh, President Zelensky saying, you know, don't, no gatherings, no nothing, because we're we're really concerned Russia is going to bombard us today and has something up their sleeve. But um, the war has been going on for six months, so we thought we'd check in on how things are going. Yeah, indeed. We'll be talking about the recently announced and utterly indefensible policy of taxpayer money being given away to forgive student loans later in the hour. So stay tuned for that. But first. Mike Lyons, military analyst. Mike served with various military organizations, both uh, domestically and throughout the world, throughout his career, served with uh, great distinction as a respected military analyst. Mike, how are you, sir? Hi, guys. Great to be back with you today. Thanks. You know, there are some developments in the last couple of days we could talk about, but let's go big picture. Six months in, where are we? 
Yeah, big picture. Uh, you know, it's kind of like going to boil the ocean down here quickly for you because if you look at um, domains, you look at from a military perspective, a land, uh, air, sea, uh, cyber, and uh, let's say communication propaganda. Not a single one of those domains does Russia control. We thought six months ago this was going to be over, this illusion of a short war, a short battle. That that is taking place throughout history. Uh, six months now into this, Russia has not any control over any of those domains. Uh, in fact, it it's stalemated in, in each and every one of them. And uh, and now we perceive to both sides, you know, really digging in. The winter is going to start, and now you're seeing things of uh, of expansion with regard to what's what's Europe going to do. You, you, I saw reports about European countries, possibly Poland, possibly Ukraine, helping them destroy Nord Stream pipelines. We're getting into economic, uh, you know, kind of statecraft with regard to sanctions that, that are going to exist on Russia. But, but to kind of, again, boil it down, uh, Russia did not expect to be where it is right now, six months on Ukraine Independence Day. They thought they'd have full control of Ukraine uh, well by this point. And I've heard reports that we, the West, uh, the NATO, whomever, uh, we're furnishing the Ukrainians with increasingly sophisticated weapon systems, accurate artillery to 50 miles. What should we know about that? We are, and all that is good, but what's happened, Russia has learned, finally, and they're starting to dig in. This is now taking the shape of, again, what we've seen wars in the past of, of trench warfare, and They've been able to protect themselves from from these weapon systems. It it, it gives the Ukraine military at least uh, an advantage uh, that they don't have in numbers, that they'll never have in numbers. And this is why, from a war of attrition perspective, Russia could just grind this away. They could just grind this down and just keep this going until both sides are exhausted. Look how long World War One lasted, four years of basically this kind of thing. Um, you don't, I don't see Russia stopping right now. If they wanted to, they should stop, build a border, try to keep the land that they've, they've taken, which is why Ukraine would have to say that they've, they've been at a loss. Uh, but, but again, from on the ground, from a conventional perspective, uh, Russia thought this was going to go a lot, a lot better than it has. Uh, they still own it now about one fifth of that landmass, but, uh, and some highly, uh, really areas of industrial strength that, uh, that will help Russia if they can keep it and maintain it. Yeah, so President Zelensky said, I think it was yesterday, very forcefully, that we will take back all that land, including Crimea, and we will not stop until we've accomplished that. Um, What do you think of of that? That's a pretty powerful statement. It is, and it's going to only take place with a regular warfare because they just don't have the conventional forces to run a 2,500-kilometer front, which is really what what exists right now. Um, Russia does. They've got some capacity, and now they're even on the defense in some areas there. So um, the fact that they're bombing into Crimea ammo dumps, uh, we saw Russia now starting to store some ammunition at Zepaparisa. That's that uh, nuclear power plant. They're going to use that as a way to try to protect some of their military assets. But that's just the thing. Russia is not going to stop. Ukraine's not going to stop. The winter's coming. And, um, you know, we have to see what actually uh, Western Europe does. If they're going to cave, get weak at the knees when it comes to buying Russia oil and gas. Mm. Uh, if they keep making dumb decisions about the outsourcing their energy, then they have everything you know coming to them. Military analyst Mike Lyons on the line. Mike, the point you made about a war of attrition and Russia's advantage there is undeniable. But at the same time. Uh, they they have already proven their lack of adequacy as a fighting force, the lack of discipline and training right. and equipment among their people. Um, what's Russia's next step if indeed this war grinds on for another God knows how long? 
Right. They've proven real incompetence on the ground, their inability to take care and manage their, their troop levels and, and their soldiers. The leadership is awful. Uh, they, they can't uh, keep morale in the units. But what they have is artillery, and artillery is called king of battle for a reason, and that artillery is going to hold off any Ukrainian attempts to kind of claw back any of some of this land there because uh, they outgun them likely 10 to 1. Now, we've given them missile systems and things that are highly accurate, um, there's a principle of war called mass that still Russia still owns in this case because of the size of its country. So um, they're 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 going to use that to their advantage. They're not going to run out of ammunition anytime soon. Uh, they'll likely start conscripting more troops to be thrown into the fodder. Uh, we saw from from March they conscripted some. Would likely see them start to come uh, in the next couple of months as uh, as both sides just really really dig in at this point. It's going to be I, I think you're going to see more like a World War One trench warfare. Yeah, you need, I look at these daily battle reports, and they, they literally move feet and yards at a time. They're not taking any large cities. There's no major offensive operations taking place. It's, it's now coming down to trench warfare. Man, that's uh, that sounds ugly. What, what's your uh, this is opinion stuff? What's your opinion on are we giving Ukraine enough stuff fast enough? I think so. Um, and the more you know, billions of dollars on the way there. I think we're doing all we can, but we can't give them what they really need, and that's an army. We can't give them the man and material and, and, and that goes with it. Um, I know folks that are flying over there helping them with training, virtual reality training. Every single, every single let's, call, let's call battlefield accelerant is being put there. But, uh, but to quote you know, the old Roman legions, until you're willing to put your, your people in the mud, nothing's really going to happen. So what, what they need is an army. They need 250,000 troops. Uh, they need that level of manpower. We can throw all the technology at them is a combat multiplier, but um, but from their perspective, they, they're just short on, on people, and that's really where this Russia does have the advantage, and that's where this war of attrition will just potentially grind them out still. Final uh, question for me, Mike, and it's kind of a personal request. Uh, amidst my life of the endless consumption of dreary, endless, depressing news articles, I've rededicated myself to reading books. Uh, do you have a favorite book? about a particular military conflict or war or, or military conflict in general uh, that you think the, the folks would find enjoyable or, or edifying? Oh, boy, great question. I, I've got a lot of them. One that I'd imagine, yeah. Right away. Yeah, I, I am, I'm, I'm actually listening to one right now called the, you know, the, the Battle of War. And I, one that comes to mind that to me is that it's called The Heights of Courage. It's by a guy named Avador Kahalani. And it's about uh, the Israeli conflict uh, in the 70s and, and what took place in the Israeli army and what they did to, from, from their technology perspective to overcome the numerically superior Arab force they were fighting. Um, all of the things that go into small unit tactics. I, I, I'm a small unit tactics guy. I come in on the ground at the lowest level. And while well, I have lots of general officer friends that, you know, that kind of sat in the talks and kind of watched things go, and I was in the execution phase of the army when, when I was doing it. And so when I, when I read that book, I just, you know, got you, it gets you inside the tank. It gets you inside those firing mechanisms and the decisions that had to be made in split seconds and the amount of courage it took from the Israeli army to, to defend, uh, especially on the Golan Heights there. So that, that's one of my favorites, The Heights of Courage. It's an old book, but it's really, it's really worth history. And, and I think so many things today actually go back to it. I think Ukraine is very similar to those Arab Israelis wars in the 70s based on uh, the surprise attack aspect of it, based on being outnumbered by a numerically superior force, but using technology in order to try to overcome that, uh, that disadvantage. Terrific. Great stuff. Mike Lyons, military analyst. Mike, we appreciate it so much. Thanks. Great, guys. Thanks for having me.
Yeah, that's good stuff. I hadn't heard anybody say that, but it makes a lot of sense. If you're gonna if you're gonna try to draw comparisons, you know, stay away from World War One or two or various places and go with the Arab Israeli conflict. Massively outnumbered. Uh, surrounded. Surrounded, yeah. Yeah, interesting. What a great recommendation from Mike. And uh, if you're driving or have uh, memory problems or whatever, we'll post that, that title and author for you at armstrongandgetty.com. Give us a few minutes. So you want to be mad? The details of the uh, Biden administration plan to forgive student loan debt. The details are out, and we'll get into those for you. If you decided today to drive a nail into your own thumb, it would be more defensible than this policy. <laughs> Which seems to be obviously clearly illegal. B- among other things. Among other things. So stay tuned for all that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The plan would cost 300 to $980 billion over 10 years, according to the Penn Wharton business model, which also calculates that 70% of the relief will go to the top 60% of income earners. Senator Tom Cotton tweets, Biden is telling every college in America to raise tuition by $10,000. You cannot add that to the debt at a time where the debt is at near record levels and inflation is a huge problem, and this will make both of those problems worse. You know, I don't even know if you can get me into the conversation of how much it costs or whether it won't will or won't raise inflation those are no, very important no yeah those are very important but to me it's just god and i'm the, the you know the the last sort of person that generally talks about fairness but it's the fairness aspect of you're really going to we're talking about the biden student loan relief plan the details are out and we'll get into the details in just a second but You're talking about making people who chose to not take out student loans, either didn't go to college or went to a cheaper college or worked their way through college or whatever, to pay or already paid off their or already paid off the loans. And you're asking those people to pay off other people who of their own free will decided to take on that loan debt. It's the least progressive thing we've ever done in this country that I'm aware of. It's it's just it's incredible. Yeah, it is uh, immoral. It is illegal. It's terrible economically. It's 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 awful. In short, it stinks. And I I doubt whether it'll get past the courts. I don't know. But uh, Biden planning to take executive action. We could stop right there. How the hell is the forgiveness of private debts uh, practicable by executive action? That's insane. Anyway, taking executive action to forgive $10,000 or more in federal student loan debts for tens of millions of Americans, uh, says the Wall Street Journal, move that would provide unprecedented relief for borrowers, but is certain to draw political and legal challenges. Yeah, well, I appreciate uh, this person from Politico uh, tweeting out with a, with a link. Remember this 2021 U.S. Government Department of Education legal, legal memo on why the president does not have the authority to execute broad-based student loan forgiveness. I have yet to see the Biden administration explain why this particular memo is wrong or how they're going to get around it. Politico is saying that. 
So you get ten thousand your dollars, ten thousand dollars of your debt wiped off the books as long as you make under one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year, which is a considerable sum for most people in their twenties who are most acutely affected by student loans. So it's virtually everybody. It's it's the the vast majority of the forty million people with student loan debt, and if you got a Pell grant. It would likely push the number higher as around 7 in 10 borrowers with any federal loans also received a Pell Grant. Pell Grant recipients have uh, will get up to $20,000 a year uh, forgiven somehow to be paid for by the aforementioned unfortunate practical people who didn't take on these loans. And by the way, part of this is they're extending the you don't have to pay for your loan for everybody to the end of the year. <laughs> so that continues. Well, based on the high unemployment. Wait, what? And my my particular gripe with this, I mean, there are so many good ones before you get to, it may be inflationary, as Jack pointed out. How about the fact that the giant, corrupt, bloated, unholy university system is now not only granted a reprieve from ever reforming itself and and not ripping people off anymore, but it will perpetuate it and has no answer for what about kids who enroll in three years? Do they have to pay their loans? They're taking out the same sort of loans for the same sort of ungodly bloated expense. Nothing's being done. It's it's like, you know, if, if there's somebody defrauding people's investments, for instance, and the federal government said, yeah, yeah, you know what? We'll give you $10,000 each. You lost like $50,000 on those investments, but we'll give you $10,000 each. And you're thinking, well, are you going to prosecute the Ponzi scheme guy? And they're like, nah, don't worry about it. God, this is this is unholy. Opinion piece in Newsweek today. Charles Stallworth writes, how much of an elitist do you have to be to not give a damn about the cruelty of demanding that blue collar workers who didn't go to college chip in and pay off student loans that they didn't take out? Yeah, I know. It's absolutely amazing. People who go to college have the lowest unemployment rate in the country always and have the bright best prospects, obviously, for employment. That's the crowd that's going to get bailed out by taxpayers? What? That's why um, somebody from the uh, the guy who runs the NAACP said President Biden's decision on student debt cannot become the latest example of a policy that has left black people, especially black women, behind. This is not how you treat black voters who turned out in record numbers. So the affluent little girl from Fairfax, Virginia, who got a degree in queer studies... The government's going to bail her out at the expense of the janitor who cleaned up the bathrooms she used there at Georgetown. And she is probably a progressive. That's right. And how is this progressive? Yeah. I know. I, I live in an expensive college town where it's very expensive to go to college, and there's a lot of people with really fancy, expensive cars. I mean, if you see a McLaren or a Lamborghini the other day, honestly, these are cars you see in the town, driven by college students. They're college students in the town, and those kind of people are going to get their loans forgiven? And they're going to be paid by the guy who changes their tires. Yeah. Or who parked the car at the restaurant. Right, yeah. The Mater D, or the, uh, the what you call it, the uh, valet who parks the cars of the rich students is going to pay. We right. have some more excellent commentary on this from some smart people on why this is so horrible. And tell us what you think. Text line 415-295-KFTC. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity. For yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The administration justifies forgiving or pausing loan repayments because of the pandemic. And a departing Dr. Fauci says the pandemic isn't over. I decided to stay a year thinking, Neil, that COVID would be done with a year from that time. And it turns out that was not the case. So the the student loan forgiveness is tied to the pandemic somehow? How? Why? What's the stretch on that? 
I mean, that was the original reason for you didn't have to make your student loan monthly payment. They've extended that today to the end of the year, and it keeps getting extended. There's no real reason to think that's the actual end date, because so far it keeps getting extended. But so then almost three years into the pandemic, which is having, I don't know what effect that's happening on people. We've got the lowest unemployment rate in 50 years. How do you make the argument with the lowest unemployment rate in 50 years that the people with an even lower unemployment rate, college graduates, don't need to make the student loan debt payment? Here's the argument. We're bribing our core. We're giving money. We're giving taxpayer money to our core. That's it. That's the only argument. So here's the big question, and I got more details I want to get into, but here's the big question to me. This is the this is where the rubber meets the road. Is whether or not the rest of America, who either didn't take out a student loan, didn't go to college, paid theirs off, whatever, says F you to this. Or if the taxpaying population is just so checked out that they don't get it or care. Because if it's the latter, we're, we are seriously doomed. I think we're probably doomed anyway. But Yeah, I think this is a great test of that very question, Jack. I think you're right. It, it is so egregious. And, uh, and again, I, I say this with great sincerity. It is almost certainly illegal, and I have a feeling it will be held up in the courts. I mean, the Biden administration itself has stated repeatedly that it's not doable. Did they launch this knowing it's <laughs> illegal, do you think? Well, see, that's the thing. We live in the era of performative politics and where you go ahead and do something you know to be unconstitutional because you'll get credit from your base for trying and, you know, double whammy, double bonus. You can say in the mean, mean, fascist Republican judges shot it down. So, yeah, they'll do it even if they know it's undoable. But, I mean, as policy, it, it fails every single test, moral, economic uh, 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 you know, practical politics. It's just, it's awful. So, as you said, if something this egregious and indefensible just kind of floats by the American people unnoticed and unprotested, well, then, yeah, we're screwed. Uh, a guy named Matt Walsh commented, and I thought this was very well summed up. There is no such thing as student loan forgiveness. There is only student loan transferal, where the debt is transferred from the person who took out the loan to someone else who did not take out the loan. Mm-hmm. I like that very simple statement of what is happening there. By the way, the Penn School of Business, Wharton School of Business report that came out that said it will cost about $330 billion to cancel $10,000 in student loan debt. That's an average of $2,100 per taxpayer. So enjoy that for uh, you and your wife. Maybe your tax-paying adult children or whatever your situation is. Yeah, the uh, the affluent college student who's driving a BMW will have that money paid by the guy who cleans it at the car wash. I like That's this. That's fair. That's progressive. I like this one, too. Yes, Pelosi said the president doesn't have the authority to cancel student loan debt. But you have to understand, that was when we, she wanted people to shut up about it. Nancy Pelosi actually fought off her left wing a couple of years back, if you'll remember, when she got up there at the podium and said... The president doesn't have the authority to do that. Trying to fight off the Bernies and the Elizabeth Warrens, but apparently the president's going to do it now. So here's some Charles C.W. Cook from National Review. These are some great tweets here. It's tied to nothing useful whatsoever. No reforms, no reconsiderations, no reflections on or reevaluations of the role or return 
of higher education. It's a one-shot jubilee demanded by the well-connected for their own benefit. It's indefensible in every conceivable way. It's illegal. It's immoral. It's arbitrary. It makes inflation, the biggest issue we currently face, worse. It sends other people's cash to the group with the lowest unemployment rate and the brightest prospects. And points out again that the Department of Education last year said the executive does not have statutory authority to provide blanket or mass cancellation, compromise, discharge of or forgiveness of student loan principal balances and or to materially modify the repayment amounts of terms thereof. And I can't words, under I can't imagine under what authority he could. So well that's so now I'm starting to think they absolutely one thousand percent know it's gonna get shot down maybe by this afternoon. It's purely a gesture. Yeah. Do you think it's purely a gesture, or did they think they could slip one by the goalie? Uh, that's a difficult question to answer. I mean, uh, that's a long and complicated answer. Could be either. Could be, you know, we'll get credit for it in our base, and what the hell, who knows, maybe we can find some judge. Um, uh, but it's, it is extremely troubling to me that the chief executive of the United States of America would do something that he knows to be unconstitutional, hoping for the courts to knock it down and gaining that double victory, double political victory I was des- describing. I mean, that's awful. That is that is calling your mother a whore. That is just, it's unforgivable and, and unrecoverable from, if that becomes a common thing. And it's been happening more and more, too. Um, we need to have a, a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe, but our, our good friend Tim Sandifer of the Goldwater Institute wrote a piece recently uh, entitled Debt and Demagoguery. The founders knew from history that forgiving individual debts could lead to tyranny. Mm. The why and how of it is really, really interesting, and we'll get to that in just a second. But Simply Safe Home Security, uh, keep you safe and sleeping in your bed at night knowing that you know, if anything uh, untoward should happen, you will be alerted immediately, and their 24-7 professional monitors will be alerted. And that's, you know, break-in or, or crime, fire, flood, uh, uh, medical emergency. What is it that concerns you most? You can customize Simply Safe to protect you from it. 24-7 professional monitoring. Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or fire first responders or whatever is necessary for the particular emergency. They'll even stay on the line with you until help arrives. And you can get all that for about a dollar a day with no long-term contract. That's amazing. And that's all from Simply Safe. Yeah, no long-term contract. The technology is super cool, too. Customize perfect system for your home in a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Just by using our code, go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I apparently am not cynical enough. Joe has been saying for a long time that he thought this would actually happen someday, this student loan forgiveness. And I didn't think it would. I really didn't. I thought, no, nobody's going to go that far. That's too far. People will not put up with that. I mean, that's so not progressive. How could it? And it's happening. Watch me. It's so naked a scheme. That's the amazing part, which is why I say if Americans don't uh, just just if there isn't an enormous backlash, we're done. And I want to hear this uh, founding father stuff. But how it kind of reminds me of the 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 raid on Mar-a-Lago. That may have they want to stop Trump. That might be that might get Trump elected. It did the opposite of what they thought. And then this thing play into the base to help us win the midterms. You may have 
sealed the deal on every last working class voter in America never voting Democrat again. Which was already the trend. I mean, the hot, hot trend. You know, and I'd say the Democratic Party has crippled itself forever, except that the Republicans, when they get power, will perform so badly, eventually the Democrats will uh, have a comeback. It's inevitable. But so this this piece on debt and demagoguery by Tim Sandifer is so good. He points out that the Federalist Papers are, are quite dry and scholarly. But there is one exception. In the middle of the book's most famous essay, Federalist Number 10, James Madison, the father of the Constitution, briefly drops his tone of political neutrality in order to call three kinds of laws downright wicked. And one of the laws um, is laws for an abolition of debts. He explains there are the type of laws the, pro- the proposed Constitution is designed to prevent. Then he goes into the, the current politics of the day and, and what was being uh, requested. But uh, then he goes into... A number of examples in the history of Greece, Rome, and other societies where demagogues promised to eliminate the people's debts in exchange for the power of dictatorship. These experiences, writes historian Kelsey Sagstetter, prove that, quote, debt cancellation and tyrants, tyrants go hand in hand. Let me flip to uh, one more part. Plato observed in the Republic that one of the key techniques for destroying political liberty is for popular leaders to, quote, grant people I'm sorry, grant freedom from debts and distribute land to the people. And history bears him out. And they have a bunch of examples through history. Uh, Generations later, Rome's would-be demagogues use the same same technique to gain influence. The, The summary cancellation of debts is a tool as old as time to subvert good governance. It's an old, old trick. But it's not been tried in the U.S., except in super complex tax law is written by Wall Street um, for Wall Street. But this sort of thing, it's not like this is a new maneuver. This is old and horrible. Yeah, but what's interesting about that, because I remember reading this the last time this subject burbled up, um, is that there, there's history to show that it's a bad idea, that the, that the, that the, the backlash is so strong. But I guess everybody just thinks short term, this will work for now. Yeah, I think it is the most cynical and short-term political maneuver I may have ever witnessed. Wow. And your point about permanently driving away working America from the Democratic Party, I think is, well, not permanently, like I said myself, but uh, for the long term. I mean, if the if the Republicans for once in their godforsaken tenure, their careers, can get the messaging right... And right. communicate effectively to average Americans what's so awful about this, it will be enormously powerful. Well, and the NAACP hates it, so you know you you appeal to the right mm. crowds. You could you could really change some uh, some uh, demographics in both the parties. Uh, will one, they be able to bark at the NAACP uh, until they're silent? I don't know. Will the other progressive uh, chorus members uh, pull that off? One quick text. We got tons in this same vein. As someone who sacrificed and prioritized for 10 years to pay off my student loan debt, I feel that Biden's forgiveness is the last straw. I'm done doing the right thing. Apparently, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. I've said that before over the years. Like, am I the sucker for not taking advantage of the school lunch program since they don't check anybody's income or anything like that? Should I mm-hmm. be doing that, too? Or similar with this? Should, should I have taken out 
big loans to go to the cooler college so that uh, somebody else could pay for it someday? Maybe I'm the sucker. It reminds me of the the time-honored discussion we've had so many times about rent-seeking, which is a fancy economic term for begging the government. Are you better off uh, investing wisely, building a career, busting your butt to pay off your loans, or are you better off begging the government? Which is the more productive expenditure of your time? If you have a society where the answer is the second one, you are absolutely doomed. And you're, you're, you're Sovietizing yourself. But, boy, I can't wait to see how the courts rule on this. If you're pro this, I wouldn't mind hearing from you. If you think it's a good idea and can explain in a couple lines, text line 415-295-KFTC. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. 
Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Pelosi was driving his Porsche when he slammed into a Jeep. Both he and the other driver suffered minor injuries. Pelosi initially refused a breathalyzer test, but even two hours later, his blood alcohol level was .082, which is above the legal limit. When Pelosi handed CHP his driver's license, he also gave them an 1199 foundation card. 1199 is the California Highway Patrol charity. Yeah. Right. Could have been a mistake. So, um, no, it wasn't. You don't think, um, I would think your name on the driver's license would have been all that you needed to hand to anybody. Pelosi. Yeah, as in Nancy Pelosi's husband. That's who I am. Anyway, have you seen the video? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why is he so unsteady at 0.08? I must have seen a different Jeez. video. It was just the, the one I saw was just mundane. So he's swaying a bit, huh? Oh, the one I didn't see was he's leaning on the car and then he tried to stand up and he'd sway and he'd put his hands back on the car and the policeman would say, you have, you have to have to do it without leaning on the car. Ah. Like, how are you pointing? Does your husband drink? I mean, come on. Yeah, no kidding. Learn to drink, son. <laughs> Remember, I was just like blocks from there at the very same time. I could have been killed. No, easily. Yeah. This is not completely fair. Uh, moments, the moment Paul Pelosi. Attempts to balance after crashing his $100,000 Porsche. Well, somebody ran into him. He was barely buzzed over the legal limit, and you shouldn't do that. But somebody backed into him. So Mm -hmm. it's not exactly like he was, you know, flying through the streets at 100 miles an hour and hit a tree or something. (laughs) Anyway, so if he if he attempted that. So that's close to attempting to bribe somebody, right? No, no. No, it's it's a pathetic attempt to say, oh, you donate to our charity. Well, never mind. But do you, do you think, speaking of are we a good country or not a good country, which is always coming up, you think there's a chance in hell that the spouse of the third most powerful person in practically any other country on earth good morning. would he get arrested for a DUI in that situation? Uh, 25 years ago, absolutely not. He would have gotten off scot-free. Well, even in this country, yeah. But yeah. in other countries around the world, oh. no way. No way that happens. There's much more accountability these days, which is a good thing, I think. Unless Um, I get pulled over, then, you know, hey, I love your show. Love the work you do. Eh, You know. (laughs) A couple of texts or or stories that I've got for you. This This is one. Parents are mad that two school bus drivers have been, speaking of driving drunk, two School bus drivers charged with DUI in the same Georgia County a couple of days apart. Oh, boy. Two! It's uh, parents are demanding the district do better. What? Better than having two school bus drivers caught driving the school bus drunk within days of each other. You're kind of nitpicking here. (laughs) What, you want sober people driving your children in giant buses that have no seatbelts? Do better than that. Okay. Wow. Um, On the other hand, school bus drivers these days? I mean, if the the classroom teacher has no authority to deal with discipline problems, what's it like on school buses? Are you a school bus driver? Email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I I rode the school bus every single day up until uh, eighth grade. So a lot of time on the school bus. It depended on the driver. Sometimes 
It was Lord of the Flies. I mean, swear to God, it was brutal. It was brutal mm. um, and frightening. And Wow, Jiminy. So, but most of the time, not. No, it was pretty orderly. I, I rode the school bus for middle school and high school until uh, finally late in our careers. My sister and I got to use our crappy former car that my parents drove and actually got to drive for like the last year. I saw a number of people so getting, luxurious. I saw a number of people get beaten up really good on school buses with really with nobody having any interest in doing anything about it. It was just Lord of the Flies, man. Chimney, you went to school in some tough places. <laughs> it was just the way it was. A um, couple of different things for you. This is a good one if you're a dog lover. A dog's eyes well up with tears of happiness when reunited with its owner, according to new research. Wow. And they think that helps with the bond between dogs and adults. Hmm. If a dog hasn't seen you for a while, when you walk in the door, their their eyes tear up with uh, joy, and it kind of helps the whole bond you got going there. Them showing how happy they are to see you, and you're happy to see them, I presume, unless they pooped on the carpet, then you're not as happy to see them. No. That uh, hottie Finnish prime minister who was dancing around, way too sexy for a head of state, in my opinion. Oh, listen to the misogyny. I don't know. Is it? I I don't want um, uh, Boris Johnson, you know, grinding it out there oh, either. It's not nobody a misogyny. wants that. Uh, Mrs. Johnson doesn't want that. It's just not leader of a country behavior. Never do that again. Anyway, she tested negative in a drug test that she took after people were claiming she was on cocaine. So she went ahead and had her blood tested and she's fine. Did you see one of the party picks that was taken at that party? Two of her buddies with their shirts up and a sign that said Finland, Finland, covering their hooters in the party pick. That's an interesting thing to do when you're a head of state. I'd say party in Finland. I, I, I got a vacation there. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab it in podcast form. You don't actually have to listen to all four hours. And yes, there are four hours if you didn't know that. Oh, so much work. It's Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.